It's the 25th of June, 2020. Brent crude is now below $40 a barrel and US equity markets along with global markets are in red. Um, quite a bit of a sell-off. The biggest trigger has been COVID-19 second wave. Uh, we look at um, the US uh, states such as California, uh, Texas, and uh, even Florida very much struggling uh, to contain COVID. And that's um, raising the prospects of second wave, potentially more lockdowns and really impacting global oil demand uh, again. Because uh, when we look at a global picture, India still having surging cases, so is emerging markets uh, such as Brazil uh, and even Russia. Now, the challenge for oil is uh, only a few days ago, we had uh, some of the laggards within the OPEC group in terms of compliance. That's why we call them laggards, uh, such as Iraq, Nigeria, Angola, finally promising to do something. So they've basically put laid out very detailed plans in terms of how they'll comply to get to the OPEC plus cuts of 9.6 million barrels per day. Now, in a falling price environment, this puts the entire OPEC plus agreement into a big risk because um, they, these um, highly sensitive countries, Iraq in particular, high budget pressure, they've been asked to cut supplies in a falling oil price environment. And that is not going to um, be uh, boarding well for them. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on Saudi Arabia as well. Uh, they've done a lot of the heavy lifting over the past few months to even get uh, prices about $40 a barrel. So this puts uh, a lot of uh, the challenge back into the system. The other uh, place to look at is uh, what U.S. shale supply is doing. The rig counts are a lagged indicator as much as everyone follows it on a weekly basis on Fridays. And that continues to show a sharp uh, decline in rig counts. But the thing to really look out for is guidance from companies. You've heard companies that shut in production, such as ConocoPhillips, uh, say that they're bringing back uh, production online as soon as June. Um, there are other metrics, such as gas production, that started to increase in the Permian, which kind of suggests that a lot of the shut-ins have been reversed. But what really stands out to, to us um, today is the Fed, uh, Dallas Fed's survey results. They surveyed a lot of the oil and gas executives uh, within the, the Texas, Louisiana area, and uh, including New Mexico, and um, quite interesting results. Um, the four takeaways from us is one, uh, in terms of the survey uh, participants, only 5% think that pre-COVID-19 levels will never be reached for demand. So the 101 million barrel per day number that we had pre-COVID will never be reached. Everyone else believes that global oil demand will touch that level at least by 2022. That's takeaway one. Now, bring that takeaway one with takeaway two, which is 15% uh, of the respondents don't expect US oil production to go back to pre-COVID levels. Now, that is quite telling because 15% don't expect supply to normalize before the pre-COVID levels, whereas only 5% don't expect demand to normalize. So you can see that mismatch in terms of the guidance, in terms of expectations. Now, again, these are expectations from executives, not uh, fully um, analytical or rational projections. Even those can be challenged, but still, nevertheless, very interesting to see that. Um, third takeaway 
is most of these producers are expecting to uh, increase production even if uh, WTI is uh, below $40 a barrel. So even between $30 and $40 a barrel, there is a fair chunk of production that's coming online. Uh, and you can imagine with the recent price rally, we've seen quite a few of these producers would have hedged as well. Uh, the fourth and fifth takeaways uh, are one on cost. Uh, a lot, uh, close to 70% of the respondents believe costs will increase when they go and drill again. That's interesting from a cost inflation perspective, from what it uh, means uh, from, a, from an upstream break-even perspective as well. And then the final takeaway is really how many of these companies actually applied for federal uh, bailout funds and uh, all the assistance that uh, the Trump administration actually gave in. And that's also a significant chunk. So that kind of also uh, shows how the industry's resilience, uh, you know, a lot of the bankruptcies were solved to an extent because of the federal programs. Uh, Given all of this, I think um, the U.S. shale sector will be the next um, the big component to watch out for, along with uh, demand that we're starting to see fears creep in because of COVID.